Welcome to the Modern Woodworkers Association, a podcast about woodworking from folk who woodwork. Woodworking is what we do, who we are, and what we like to talk about. So join us as we have a drink, sit around, and talk woodworking. Hi, and welcome to the 274th episode of the Modern Woodworkers Association podcast. I'm Kyle Barton of K. Barton Tools, and I'm here with my co-host, Sean Wisniewski of The Corner Workshop. Tonight, we're asking Ramon Valdez the five questions. So welcome once again, Ramon. All right. I'm, this is awesome. All right. <laughs> fantastic. First question. So how did you get into woodworking? Well, um, started out uh, working in a cabinet shop when I was in you know 10th grade, summer of my 10th grade. And um, do, you, do you want the whole story? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, sure. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, started out in a cabinet shop uh, summer, summer year and did that in 11th grade. And I liked it. Um, it's not exactly the direction I was going to go, but I was building all kinds of silly things. Um, and I liked working with my hands. Um, when my senior year rolled around, um, I had almost all my credits and I was going to graduate at half semester. Um, but I decided to get some work release classes and work for about a year and then uh, I would go to college. So I'd get there about noon, I think, maybe 11 o'clock in the morning at this cabinet shop and uh, started doing that. So I did that for about eight years and they actually had me installing. Um, pretty quickly, they had me installing cabinets and countertops. It was really funny because I loved this technique of scribing a, a countertop to a crooked wall and making <laughs> it fit. I just yeah. thought that was magical. <laughs> and so it is just something that really resonated with me. And the more I did it, the more I thought, you know what? This is I, I love doing this. I love working with, mm. with wood. I liked, uh, we, we're doing like cabinets. We didn't do much furniture back then. But um, that was kind of introduction to um, working with wood and um, all the shops I've worked in. Uh, um, fast forward up till now, I've always been making something. I don't know how many pieces um, of furniture I've made, but you can walk through the house and I'm like, I made that, I made this, and <laughs> it, it's just something that I've always wanted to do. Once I realized that I wasn't going to go to college, and um, you know, it turned out pretty good i mean i i did pretty good working in some commercial shops which um, we were doing a lot of formica work which uh was not really woodworking but at the same time mm -hmm. it's related and you right. can um you know incorporate some of those techniques and stuff so um yeah yeah that was kind of my introduction to woodworking was uh yeah. just needed a job right. basically <laughs> <laughs> well i think you mentioned that um both your brother got into this and, you, and your father was a machinist is that correct? My dad, yeah, my dad was a machinist. Um, so, uh, so that's kind of where I was introduced yeah. to uh, accuracy and the value of <laughs> the value of accuracy. I remember at yes. one time, you know, when when I used to work with my dad, and back then I wasn't really all that interested in in it, um, you know, because you know, as as a kid, you know, you're like, okay, I'm hanging out with my dad, and, and he's showing me he's rebuilding a carburetor, and I like, okay, this is cool and all, but I could be doing something else like playing my drums or riding my bike but uh i remember back then he would like be doing something and he would say yeah that's about uh 13 thousandths you know he could see 
or feel, you know, wow, tiny, tiny measurements like that. And I was like, I just, I didn't know how cool that was until I got older. I just thought, oh, everybody's dad can do that. <laughs> but, not yeah. so, not the case. <laughs> So uh, going to question two, what is your favorite tool? Oh, God, I remember reading that question. And I've been thinking about that since since I read it uh, last week. And I I, I don't have an answer. You know, it's it's kind of like you guys have kids. It's like who's yeah, your oh, favorite yeah. kid, right? Right. Like, yeah, you can't so answer that. <laughs> sometimes we, we edit that to say, what's your favorite tool of the week or of, of, the, of, the, the, of the moment? Yes. You know? yes. You know, if somebody had to answer this question for me they'd say oh it's a belt sander he's a he's a belt sander guy because <laughs> i get that a lot oh your favorite tool is a belt sander uh it's very versatile and maybe you should try that on those uh rocket wings yeah yeah i don't have a belt sander <laughs> oh but yeah well you know what i think i might i might have a it's a small one but yeah my favorite t- tool it's gonna actually be a machine can it be a machine sure oh, yeah uh, a sliding table saw just so versatile oh, oh. hell yes yeah um yeah so who's maybe that's cheating a little you, bit <laughs> yeah whose sliding table saw do you have you know i have a, a little hammer k3 winner um oh, it's cool ideal for a small shop mm-hmm. it's really entry level to a to a slider it's it's kind of one step above um you know like a saw stop with a auxiliary slider attachment those mm-hmm. To me, aren't really sliders. They have some capabilities that yeah. enable, enable the user to do a lot more work than if they yeah. didn't have that. But like a, a true giant slider gauge, yeah, yeah. yeah. But a true slider. I mean, you know, we just we mm-hmm. had a um, a big SEMI at at my brother's shop, and he has a big uh, oh, it's an Italian one now, but just amazing what you can do with those. Just so versatile. So. So, yeah. so it's it's just a sliding table saw, or does it have any? It's not one of those multifunctional things with the. Planer no. Uh, okay. Yeah, I I didn't because I don't even I don't use a shaper that much, and I already have right. a shaper, so I didn't go that route. Mine mine's just the the forty eight forty eight K three winner slider. Um, yeah, just slider. It does have the scoring blade, which is also a fantastic attachment for oh cutting, yeah uh, cross cutting plywood chip free. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I, I remember you had a post post a week or two ago about the, your scoring blade. I went, yeah, that's nice. Yeah, <laughs> it is. I, that's really. I mean, when I kind of and what, what's with, counterintuitive is it spins the opposite direction. Right, it does. Yeah, uh, and you have to be aware of that because yeah. it wants to pull your work. But I think in general, from what I've seen, most people keep that scoring blade too high. It really oh. just—it's just a scoring cut, right. and you know you're just going to wear it out faster. Mm-hmm. It'll still work higher, but you don't really—you know—I used to hammer the guys at work. Drop this—I could hear it from across yeah. the shop. Scoring blades too high. Drop it down a little bit. But um, yeah, fantastic tool. Well, fantastic. Well, so um, who has influenced you the most in your woodworking? Mm. You know, I know I it's Bill it, Mor- Morley, but you can't mention. That. <laughs> Uh, who? Oh. <laughs> Phil Moore, he's awesome. I love that guy. Yeah, he's he's something else. You know, all the all the greats, Tay Frid and and mm-hmm. Maloof, all, all you know, you could go on forever naming all these guys. And um, Silas Cop, um, 
you know, uh, Craig Vandal Stevens, as far as marketry, those guys. But really, when it comes down to it, um, my dad was a big influence. You know, he was smart, just machinist. He just made whatever he wanted, whatever he needed. And uh, he, he showed me how to to work, to to create, to, to build something in. And like I kind of alluded to her earlier, I thought everyone's dad was like this. And when I got out in the real world, I was like, wow, my dad was, he was pretty unique, man. He yeah. just did, he just built whatever he needed. He just, and um, I, I, I love that. And, he, and, and then the accuracy, you know, he was really into, um, you know, OCD wasn't a thing back then, <laughs> <laughs> but he was very organized and structured and, mm-hmm. you know, methodical and just everything was so yeah my dad was big influence on me all, all my brothers are the same way we um you know there's uh five boys in the family and um we kind of have all our own direction but um you can see my dad's influence in all of us so <laughs> yeah my dad no that's that's an excellent answer i think that's a, a lot of people's uh influences so and you know, if I can just actually add, which is a little bit of a tangent, mm-hmm. the tons of talent that we see on Instagram and other social platforms it amazes me daily. I mean, actually, let's be real. It's way more than daily. We can't stay off our phones for 20 minutes, right? But <laughs> you see, it's not just craft. It's like athleticism and, you know, all these. It's, it's amazing what um, how people are getting discovered, musicians and just mm-hmm. the talent out there. That's very inspirational. And so that that influences us as well, because I think we all want to get better. And I think we're all getting better as a result of some of these platforms like Instagram. Oh, definitely. Yes. Right. Yeah. So, uh, you know, on to the next. What has been your biggest stumbling block? I don't have stumbling blocks. Next question. Wow. <laughs> Arrogance going to be a little bit of a problem. Are you a cyborg? <laughs> no. Wow. Uh, stumbling blocks, you know. N-A, not applicable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One thing that I wish that I had more experience in is uh, CAD drawing. When I when I worked at my brother's shop, he did all mm. the CAD drawings, mm. and I took them from, from that to the machines and to the guys. And so um, it kind of skipped me. If there was anything I needed, I... I did everything, you know, the old style with, you know, we had a big drafting table and that's how I did all my drawings and I still do them like that. And I'm actually pretty fast at it, but at some point you got to say, you know what, I, I need to have different skills here. Mm-hmm. And so I am learning SketchUp now, which is phenomenal. I love it. Uh, so that's been one of my, my major stumbling blocks. I wish I had uh, jumped on board um, CAD programming much earlier. So. Okay. No, yeah. that, that, that's actually kind of kind of cool. I I, I work engin- in in an engineering firm, and so um, we we deal with CAD constantly, and it's CAD design. But um, it, it's interesting to see the mix of people that understand three dimensional CAD, mm. um, and those that don't. And you know, in our design, you need to kind of see the world in three D, and you need to be able to draw a line on a paper in three D. Mm-hmm. And, and um it it's it it's a valuable tool and, and yeah i mean that I, I don't think you're alone in that not not everyone it it's a, it's just a certain eye that you have 
Like, I mean, you may be able to see it in 3D, but then then applying it to the software, that's that's a whole other thing. Um, but it's um, it's it's interesting. And, and in in our company between the departments, it's funny because the mechanical guys totally they produce the isometric drawings. They know exactly what they are. It's easy to find. Um, but you go to the process guys that are dealing more with numbers and materials and they look at those, and I've had I've had a couple of them look at look at this stuff that we produce and go, I I can't read that. <laughs> yeah, and you go, oh my god, but but it's 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 as clear as day to me. Oh, how can you yep. not? But like they just don't connect the dots the same way, and and uh, it's it's kind of crazy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And for a free marketry course, uh, Sean will teach you CAD drawing. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I'm I, all over that. <laughs> I, Absolutely. I, I answer a lot of questions. I've never thought about teaching it specifically, but I, I could put something together. I, I, have, I, I, I have boxes ready to ship. Yeah. I, <laughs> I, uh, I, I break everything down into Cartesian coordinates. And in my mind, I can see X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. And so it all makes sense in that relation. Not everyone can do that though, I mean, and that's that's the stumbling block. And and when you it, it SketchUp, uh, Autodesk products are, are the same. There's like six different ways of doing the same thing, and so it takes just the right mentality to do it the same way as somebody else. You know, is it like to go from point A to point B or to mm-hmm. extrude or whatever in that direction? It's 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 kind of crazy sometimes. Yeah, it, you know, learning. It, Learning those to be efficient is is where I is where I want to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, it, it's just it's just going to take time and practice. Mm-hmm. Um, so no, I, like I, 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 I get know the, what I want it to do, but then I have to go back to my notes. I'm like, oh, okay, and it makes more sense the more you use it. So I'm having mm-hmm. a lot of fun doing it, but mm-hmm. that's I would I wish I would have started you know decades ago. Mm-hmm. Oh, for that. sure, for sure. Yeah. I I <clears throat> I've, I've tried out SketchUp having done CAD for a decade and, and, uh, and, and it's a little different. And so it's not my favorite. Um, Is it a little weak? <laughs> I mean, it does things well in certain spaces, but it does it differently in others that are enough to make it like a little less comfortable. But, you know, I, I just actually just the other day, you know, it was, you know, somebody asked me something. I, was, I said, you know, the typical IT guy move, you know, and I so I take you know, I take control and I do a thing and they're like, whoa, 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 what did you do? I'm like, OK, hold on, because <laughs> I do it maybe differently than you do it. I am a keyboard and mouse kind of guy and not a hunt and peck of find a command and the, the ribbon pull down kind of guy. Like uh-huh. it's different. I, you know, the deeper working knowledge at certain points help you out doing something maybe more efficiently. Uh, just something that comes with time, something that comes with, with experience or tenure. You know, it, it it's it's all a little different and constantly evolving. Mm-hmm. Um but definitely something I, I think is beneficial. Uh, I was actually having a conversation today. I did a uh, a three-legged stool um, years ago. Uh, I realized that today when I started looking up pictures of it. Um, but it had these intersecting tenons that were at offset angles. So they didn't meet in the middle of those three legs. They kind of made a triangle in the middle of those three legs. Mm. Uh, the way I did that is I drew it in CAD and I had a one-to-one representation of it. And so I could legitimately put a piece of wood on paper and mark lines where I needed to make cuts. God, see, that's, I, I, I envy 
like uh, Craig Thibodeau. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, his his creations. He mm-hmm. says it's all. He says like it's all drawn first. I mean every yep. every every aspect of it. And that's yep. the only way you could do something that complicated. I mean, mm-hmm. um, yeah, a lot of tons of respect yeah. for that guy. He does some incredible stuff. Oh, and, he does. Uh, he, does. Uh, he and, attributes a, a lot of his success to those programs and and, right. and uh, you know what I mean. Some well, 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 yeah, we had him on the show, and he was like, you know, I, I came from a mechanical engineering background. I go, well, so that's, you know, you use that in your in your designs. And he goes, no, I don't. I'm like, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I do. <laughs> he, he, he said that on our show as well, but I, I thought he misunderstood me because, um, yeah. It's yes, it's all do. over the place. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, I mean, you know that this desk thing he's working on now is just holy crap. Mm-hmm. You know, and at first I thought he had it. Up, you know, he's showing pictures of it, and I thought he had it upside down. And then he said, "No, no, I don't. Here's another view of it. Here's what here's what the final result's going to be like." And I went, "Oh yeah, yeah. You know, chin hit the floor. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> so, like, no, and that's when when I was again years ago making making these bowls." Uh, I, I wanted to do turn bowls, but I wanted to do something more exotic a little bit. And so I had the idea of what would it what would it be if I took like a square blank and cut a miter in it and put a spline in it and then turned it? What would it do? <laughs> and I drew that in CAD. I, I I made a solid block. I cut some splines into it. I made it in different colors and I put a sphere inside it and I extracted the sphere out of it and went, oh, that's See, what that that's, looks like. That's crazy cool <laughs> advantage right there. Yeah. I mean, uh, it's, that it's, is cool. it's, it's hard to envision certain things. And, right. you know, the modern technology that we have, the fantastic kind of, uh, you know, technical tools we've got uh, allow that kind of thing. It's it's kind of sweet. So, mm-hmm. no, it definitely, yeah. definitely a thing I think a lot of people could gain an advantage on getting better at mm-hmm. uh, if, 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 it, if it can help you. I guess it's not everyone's bag, but yeah, for sure. Well, I must say, you know, I was, I was fairly proficient at uh, SketchUp, and I think I still am. Not crazy proficient, but, you know, I can get a project in there. And I started uh, messing around with the that uh, uh, CAD program Fusion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, after messing around with that, I went, holy crap, SketchUp has so many limitations. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I've yeah. heard. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Fusion is is really organic it's cad light probably it's it it it, well it's it no it's it's cad it's fairly robust in what it can do um compared to like what 2d cad was 20 years ago Mm -hmm. uh it it's really kind of cool but um in taking some school classes uh, in so i've got that background too you know there there are certain programs that like cad you like autocad or, or mm-hmm. even, well, SketchUp's kind of in the middle. But you, you draw a square and you say it's two be two by two. Uh, in in other softwares like SketchUp and and like Fusion, you draw a square and you then tell it, I want this side to be two. I want this other side to be two. Right. And so the object relation as opposed to math relation is different. And and so the philosophies from there on out are completely different. And oh, it, it, it makes it, it it's and it, there is two different ways of thinking about it. But that was a, a kind of a revelatory thing when I, I got into it wasn't fusion wasn't out yet. I like I learned inventor, um, which still exists, but it, it it's not quite as smooth as fusion is. Um, 
and it was that it was like oh we're gonna make this this cog that that turns on a pinion and and does all this stuff well you can oh you just draw that circle and then you tell it to go that way and now you can <laughs> a, after you extrude it you can define the diameter of it and it's like oh shoot i mean that's kind of weirdly weirdly yeah. dynamic i mean it's really free-flowing because you can alter things at multiple states of the process where g- traditional cad you kind of had to know it from the get-go or mm-hmm. you were you're doing a whole hell of a lot of work to backtrack it so all these dynamics have been um are kind of an involvement from older programs where mm-hmm. it's more um it, it makes it more e- easier to use not, not necessarily easier but more efficient more effective mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. For sure. And and we, you know, at work, we we work in an industry where they're still using documents that were created in the 60s. And so it's interesting to see how they all relate to each other. Like, what did they do back then? How did they understand that? How did they read that back then? So you get a bunch of guys that out there, you know, in the plant that are operating things that that have to see things a certain way, despite how we design it now to make sure they understand it. Because it's in the language of 50 years ago, wow. it's, it's kind of wild. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, well, what a tangent. well, well, well. <laughs> so, so, well, no, this is a great tangent because I'm, I'm sure you know a lot of people are interested. But like I said, I thought fusion was another, another, you know, expansion on, uh, on what SketchUp was. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, you're right. It's just kind of. Um, kind of derivative of what SketchUp is. It's in a higher plane, but not quite there yet. Right. Yeah. So yeah. is, is SketchUp cool. a good place to start, or should somebody just? I guess it yeah, depends on Fusion, what they're going to do with it. it. What I found with Fusion is if you're doing a lot with curves and stuff, it was a lot more friendlier than mm. SketchUp. Is. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And it comes down to like how kind of how you relate to it. Yeah. Um, in SketchUp, you if you want to do a curve, you kind of have to have a solid. And then, then define a curve, and then take that curve out of the solid, or kind of vice versa. It's a little more granular. With Fusion, it allows you to kind of like freeform it as you go. Um, I I will say, uh, and boy, this was four years ago. I was at Autodesk University in uh, at a, con- a national convention that they do, and they had a Fusion. Um, uh, what they what do they call it? It was like a. a um, like a rap battle kind of scenario where they had two designers on computers that we could see what they were doing. (laughs) And it was, they said, all right, go, you're going to design a three axis (laughs) robot. And, and the way they did it and they were like pulling things and moving things and orienting things and constraining things in the same, you know, in different ways. And, 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 and it was like, Oh, okay. This is what this can do. It's, it's really more live. And, and, and now since then, uh, in in the modern age of modern you know prototyping and CNC work and other stuff, you fusion and I think SketchUp does to a certain degree. I haven't played with SketchUp in a couple of years, but um, the you can directly put that into a three D printer or a CNC router yeah. or that. Yeah, like, yeah, and, yeah. That's and, my understanding. You can't do that with SketchUp, but you can with Fusion. Yeah. Yeah. So it's yeah. it's it's. It's interesting uh, the differences between them, but um, they're 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 similar. I the interest. Well, I guess the important part. Uh, I think they're both free. 
<laughs> yes, that's the important part. They are both free. Yes. So the barrier of entry is is kind of non-existent, and so you can you can kind of step into both and try them out. It it's it's just kind of what flavor you're more familiar or comfortable with yeah. to go mm-hmm. forward. I, I would say try yeah, Fusion out. has a lot of good online content by mm-hmm. Fusion on how to use the program. So absolutely. And and I never had used it. Now I was fairly familiar with SketchUp. And so I watched about maybe an hour of their tutorials, and I was able to get in there and design design something mm-hmm. that was fairly, what I would say, complicated. I would not have tried it in SketchUp. Let's put it that way. And I was able to do it in about an hour and say, boom, done. And so, <laughs> you know, I, I was like, hey, what made that's you a try success story. A, a fusion instead of pursuing SketchUp more further? Um, just because, well, what I was doing is my, uh, my stretcher jig, I have this body component that has like an internal threaded insert to it. So, um, I, I said, there's no way I can do that in SketchUp and it's a round mm-hmm. object. Uh, gotcha. with, yeah. So I was like, okay, I've heard some stuff about this fusion. So let me try that out. And, uh, yeah, I, I seriously with watching the videos and doing all that, probably about two, two and a half hours, I had this thing done and designed awesome. and, I was, <laughs> and I was like, holy crap. But, you know, I do have to say, I came from a background where I won't say I'm a sketch, sketch up expert, but probably novice, you know? <laughs> so, so I did have that background to it, but, um, um, you know, fusion is, is quite a bit different as far as, as, as some of the things that SketchUp does as far as the mechanics of it. And uh, what was funny is you can actually export Fusion files into SketchUp. And when you export it, I looked at it, <laughs> looked at it in SketchUp, I went, ooh, that's kind of ugly. <laughs> that's Especially when you're doing with curved objects, round objects and stuff. Yeah, it just doesn't flow as well as it does in Fusion. Mm-hmm. But uh, so, so much for the uh, CAD part of our program. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what was the so, question? <laughs> so the last question is, uh, how has the Internet influenced your work? If we haven't answered that already. <laughs> yeah, that's probably been answered, but uh, it's kind of crazy. I had no idea when I would, um, you know, I keep going back to Instagram because there's a lot of avenues there. You know what I mean? I mm-hmm. I get a lot of free stuff. <laughs> but what I really like about it is being able to share what works, you know, show what works for me. And the response of, of that has really been overwhelming. Um, I, to put things into perspective, I have a video that has over 2 million views. Now, wow. <laughs> there's no that, that, naked that's, on your, that's on your YouTube channel, right? yeah so no naked women right a woodworking video with two million views that's crazy i would have never have thought that would even that could even be possible um uh, and so that'll the that cover will be on my first um uh, tips and tricks of the trade uh ebooks so just because of that uh response but yeah, the internet, um, uh, Instagram specifically, has just really impacted who I am and what I'm doing and, and the direction that I'm going now. So, yeah, it's yeah. been, um, you know, not just not just with 
the videos that I can do or that I do and that I show, but um, just all the connections that I've made, um, you know, just uh, a year ago, I was working in my shop all myself, and this evening here I am talking with you, fine folks. <laughs> <laughs> right? Exactly, yeah. So it's, it's fantastic. I mean, yeah. You know, we're all we're all connecting um, via internet uh, yes. in one one regard or the other, and it's it's really cool. Um, I'm glad oh, yeah. you're part of that arena. Yeah, yeah, it is cool, and and it's kind of funny, you know, just seeing you on Instagram and their videos, and you know, listening to you on the podcast when when uh, you know we get together, it's like, hey, I already know Ramon, you know, already, yeah. That's you know, you know the, only, the only thing I don't know about you is what your workout schedule is because you know. <laughs> it's it's pretty weak right now. It used to be a lot better, <laughs> but I am level fifty five, so it's well, a little bit of a crutch there. <laughs> but yeah, it was uh, it was interesting when Phil and I were at that show in uh, in Vegas. It was you know all these people were coming up to us, and and the guys in the booth at uh, at Maverick Braces were like. Man, we had no idea you guys were such rock stars. Because <laughs> 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 these people would want, they'd come up and want to get our picture, and then they start talking to us, and you know they start mentioning like little details that they heard on the podcast or they saw on one of your one of your posts or videos, and you're like, wow, you know, this is this is kind of cool and then maybe a little creepy. <laughs> 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 but yeah, it was fantastic. So yeah, it's cool okay. to be a part of that. Exactly. Well, with that, uh, so where can they find you on the interwebs? So my website is RamonValdezFineFurniture.com. And on Instagram, I'm at RamonArtful. <laughs> Ooh, and look at me. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, Sean, where are you? I'm at SeanW78 on most every social media that matters, including Instagram. Kyle, how about that you? That matters. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can always find me at Barton.Kyle on Instagram. Again, the only social media platform that matters. <laughs> and and that, that just about wraps up the show. If you haven't already, please subscribe to the show on any podcatcher that you choose to use. And thank you for listening to the Modern Woodworkers Association. If you like the show, please sure to visit the Modern Woodworkers Association.com. And that's a mouthful. And you can follow us at MWA on Twitter at MWA underscore national, Instagram, MWA underscore podcast, or like us on Facebook at MWA. And uh, the best thing you can do is tell a friend because word of mouth goes a long way in sharing our discussion.